Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kindled Lore Boys here, uh, back at it again. My name is Peter O'Donoghue, as often as possible, and directly above me on the webcam is... Uh, we can't see I'm your a... webcam setup, so we don't know I'm... who's directly above you. <laughs> I'm above you on my screen. That's but... it, yeah. I'm left to right, you guys are left to right, like, I'm on the far uh, right. Yeah. I'm Ethan. Ethan's far right, yeah. Uh, below Peter, or two above Peter? I'm not sure. Uh, I am fully kindled. I don't know why he would describe me as unkindled, but I'm a co-host on this here podcast. And my name is James, and I'm the meat of the Lore Boy sandwich. You are the meat I, of this Lore Boy sandwich. I, I certainly think so. Although on my screen, uh, this is a Lore Boy's taco, and you are the meat of the Lore Boy's taco. Okay, as well, that's not the meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's just like the, a different kind of sandwich. Yeah, the, t- it's, the taco shell is uh, half, soft talk, half soft shell, half hard shell. Uh, and mm. I'll let the listeners decide who's hard and who's soft here. <laughs> In Mexico, no one fucking uses the hard shell. I don't know no. where that came from. America. Oh, Old yeah. El Paso, which I believe is like a Zeller's, <laughs> a Zeller's brand. Or, or Taco Bell, <laughs> in, like invented by like Josh Bell or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're new here... Uh, it's the Lore Boys. It's a lore podcast. You can call it lore. You can call it fake history. You could say that we're actually wasting your time because nothing we say is true. Uh, however <laughs> you want to describe it. As long as you leave a five-star review, I don't really care. On iTunes, please do that. Wait. Um, wait. Did Master Chief not blow up the Covenant? Yeah, Master <laughs> Chief didn't actually explode the Covenant? <laughs> <laughs> No, Ethan, that was a lie. We don't that was a lie this whole time? Oh, my God. We don't God. have a Halo episode yet, so don't go looking for it. Wow, Bungie lied to I'm me. A... Uh, yeah, yeah. The X in Xbox was not for documentary. Oh, okay. A... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um, But if you want to leave us a review on your uh, platform of choice, that would be great. Also, if you want to contact us, it's loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, big thank you to our uh, recent... Uh, listener, uh, Darnell. I guess not so recent anymore, but uh, we appreciate all the messages you've been sending to us, the emails, the Facebook messages. Uh, it's usually one of the best parts of my day is when we've got some feedback to go through, so thank you very much. Yeah, so much lore amendments, too. There's like a ten-parter on his last review. Yeah. The man knows the stuff. The yeah. man knows his stuff. If you ever hire a writer, because we're too rich and old to do this, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we definitely do appreciate it, because... Uh, we kind of slap a lot of these scripts together from, you know, various sources. Uh, a lot of the time, you know, the game Gamepedia file or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, don't take it as gospel, I guess. And do do definitely send us uh, annotations if you have them. Loreboy's canon, dude. That's that's our catch-all term is where we might be lying about fake shit. Yeah. <laughs> we might be uh, making up fake shit for your fake shit. Yeah, uh, but we yeah. do it as an art, as artistic expression, and to ensure that this all uh, remains public domain and fair use. Correct. We yes. Yeah. Um, so we ha- we have to sprinkle in a few inaccuracies every episode, <laughs> otherwise we will get sued by Disney when we talk about Marvel. Exactly. Um, this episode if we here just is. Re- if you just read the script for something, someone can't sue you for that. If you say um, just the lore, okay. Jamie the lawyer over here. I said all the words. I said all the words for Symphony of the Night, Castlevania. Now Celine Dion suing me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure Disney recently rejected like a a father's plea to put Spider Man on his dead infant child's tombstone. So Mm -hmm. don't 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 give Disney too much uh, too much credit. Yeah, Jamie. I don't know why you're poking the Disney beast here. They have much more power than us. We could end up dead. I went after Celine Dion. That's true. That's true. Man, she's Is a Canadian Dion, icon. Celine Dion yet? Mexico, Mexico changed. I don't know. You. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, this episode here is also public domain because what we're talking about is very old and nobody cares. Um, it it's Dark Souls three. Oh, which cool. is which is public which is public domain, which is why we get a new Dark Souls every couple of years. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just because it's cheap and easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I had no idea we were doing Dark Souls today. You mentioned Dark Souls, and I thought you were just replaying it. Uh, both, actually. So, um, friend of the show and a good friend of mine, Oren, uh, got a PS4 finally, okay. uh, and I lent him on indefinite loan my copy of Bloodborne. And when I'd go over and hang out with him when I was on vacation, because um, he's just down the street, I was just like, I was getting that soul's hunger. But I'm a frame rate Nazi, and I don't particularly like the 30 FPS on console, so I wanted my action, my choice of action game, and my favorite in the Souls series thus far is Dark Souls 3, so I installed that and have been replaying it quite a lot recently. Uh, um, same, I have not here. played Sekiro, so don't yeah. come at me. I haven't played it yet. That might end up being my favorite one day in the future. By all accounts, I haven't played it either. By all accounts, it doesn't look like my type of Souls game. Like, I generally don't like stealth mechanics in games, and it's like you took a really hard game and added, like, a frustrating stealth mechanic to me. Yeah, that, I don't know. That's not my cup of tea, but uh, I'm sure it's still a lot of fun to play. Uh, it looks I'm with great. you, I'm with you I, though, I'm just Dark not Souls 3. i spend 80 Canadian dollars on it. Yeah. That's the thing. Cool. Yeah, I played Bloodborne all the way through twice. I played a little bit of Dark Souls 2 at Ethan's place, and I played almost all the way through Dark Souls 3. And I played Dark Souls 1 for the first time in Mexico because it was on Ethan's oh. Steam account that I stole the password for. Oh, it's cool. fucking excellent, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, Great. Ethan's password is excellent. Dark Souls 1 sucks. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Souls 2, best Dark Souls. Um, so uh, just just like quickly with my, my replay here, uh, I have five characters now, but I had four when I had uh, restarted, some of which are deep into New Game Plus, some are into New Game Plus Plus, some are on the first game, and each, each time you beat it, it gets harder and harder. Um, I was about 90% of the way through New Game Plus on my main character. I only had three bosses left. And I spent a lot of time, it, it is kind of like riding a bike, but I spent a lot of time having that bike shoved up my ass. Because uh, <laughs> I had rebound the controls, so I, I got killed by Yorm the Giant for the first time because I forgot how to use the use the sword you need to kill him because I yeah, kept yeah. hitting the wrong buttons. The, and I The Stormbringer? The Storm Ruler. Storm Ruler, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. So, uh, since I've been replaying it, um, and, you know, kind of been quite preoccupied with a bunch of other stuff outside of uh, the show. Um, I decided to go back into Dark Souls and talk about some stuff that we haven't spoken about yet. Uh, we do have a Dark Souls creation of the world episode from yep. maybe about a year ago. Uh, it's one of the funniest ones. Uh, I remember just like laughing my ass off throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, go back, check that out uh, if you need context for a few of the characters that I'm going to cover uh, today. Yes. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was mostly. It mostly focused on Lord Gwyn uh, defeating the dragons using the power of lightning. I, th- I, I yes. think. Yeah. The so, acquisition of the Lord Souls as well from the fifth flame. Uh, fifth flame. Fucking idiot. First. First flame. flame uh, the first flame, and then um, the characters that got the Lord Souls, the defeat of the dragons, and concepts like the abyss and humanity and shit like that. There's something about a gay sun in the moon too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, he was he was raised as a Gwendolyn, I think. Uh, Dark Sun Gwendolyn, yeah. Gwendolyn was raised as a girl by his yes. father, by their father. He's back in this. I'm not sure his episode. preferred. I'm not sure their preferred pronouns. Uh, uh, it was snake legs. That was what. Well, that's what they call them. Okay, yeah. It was so on snake... his Twitter profile. It was snake slash legs. Because <laughs> <laughs> a snake is like a single leg, if you think. About yeah, it. exactly. Um, so, and one quick note here, just because of the date we're recording, if you're going to listen to this on release day, uh, The Surge, which is a similar action game, is free on Steam right now until, I believe, the 30th of August, 2019. So if you're hearing that here for the first time, uh, check her out, because I played yeah. the demo and liked it. You got two days. It, two days. Yeah. I think it's the 29th, but it's, it's coming up quick. It's coming up quick. So at the time of recording, go and get that download real quick. Yeah. Go back in time before we told you and start downloading it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for Dark Souls, um, one thing that frustrated me, frustrated me for a long time when I was becoming a fan of the series is there's no dates or like solid order for things. Um, time even is said to be distorted in in the universe, but it like there's not really a there's like certain 
events that have occurred in a certain order, but like when that happened and how long it's been is kind of unknown. Can I just say that uh, saying time is kind of distorted in my in the world that I'm writing is such like a such like an out for like lazy writers to just be like, <laughs> oh no, the reasons we fucked up the dates is because time is weird. Yeah, exactly. Um, so a lot of this obviously came from watching the videos uh, from a YouTuber called Vadi Vidya, who's basically like lore god when it comes to the Soul series, Bloodborne and Sekiro. Um, and then I have some of my own ideas which I've thrown in here, but those are like like firm and perky lore boys canon okay cool sweet um so uh today what we're going to be focusing on are um some very powerful individuals called the lords of cinder uh it's five powerful entities who in past ages sacrificed their power to prolong the age of fire um this act is called linking the flame and the intention is to maintain the status quo for the gods uh we did oh, talk about cool. this in the last episode because yeah. when yeah did that well they several of them tried to link the fire uh, in ages long past yeah um now despite despite the fact that the world around them has clearly decayed and like fallen into ruin and is just like populated almost exclusively by like husk zombies um <laughs> the the gods are just going to get that 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 one last little taste of that sweet sweet power they will do anything to keep from dying okay uh, but fire always burns out and that's kind of the inevitability like even for the gods um, the discovery of the Lord Souls, which we'll talk, we talked about in our last episode, uh, is very much like getting uh, your first hit free from a drug dealer, because uh, <laughs> you eventually have to burn yourself alive for an eternity uh, just for one more bump. Um, yeah, you got to go back to that Lord's Hole, right? You got to go That's to the, yeah. the first flame, just yeah. out back yeah. <laughs> in, in that Lord's Hole. Yeah, 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 Lord's yeah exactly. In the one Lord's of your Hole. One of your buddies will get uh, like learn about crystal and go crazy. Yeah, go back and, if you want. If you want context for that, you got to listen to the last episode. Yeah. Um, now, in Dark Souls Three, the Lords of Cinder managed to link the fire and prolong the age, uh, like back in the past. However, not everybody who tried to link the fire managed to do it. Uh, in Dark Souls Three, the player character is known as Unkindled Ash or the Unkindled One, which is why today we are the Unkindled Lore Boys. Ah, that makes um, sense. And your I remember that. Oh, sorry, that creepy girl would whisper to you all the time. Hello there, unkindled one. Uh, the like, firekeeper, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, what an unkindled one is is a big heap of burned up failure. Uh, anybody who tried to link the fire and failed was obviously just incinerated and turned to ash. And then someone or something just kind of shoveled it all up and dumped it in coffins in, uh, in in a graveyard called the Cemetery of Ash. It's just like, that's where they, the landfill for idiots. Okay, so uh, nice. if, if the main character is based on a monumental failure, uh, I don't think we need to worry about public domain because this character is obviously based on me. So yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I have full rights to it, right? I have, I have the rights to my own story. It's multiple although, failures. Right? Although... Uh, a couple shady businessmen in suits. They were Japanese. They came up to me with a contract in Japanese and said some stuff in Japanese, and I did sign it. So I wonder if I signed my right, the rights to my life story away. Yeah, shit. Dark mm. Souls is just Japanese for Ethan Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence. Foreign yeah. languages are so wacky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're not the only unkindled one. Um, failure can manifest in multiple ways. So there are mm -hmm. multiple unkindled ones roaming around uh, the world of Dark Souls 3. Mm -hmm. uh, because kind of if there's people to burn, there's ashes to imbue with power. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Um, the unkindled one appears appears to be created at least uh when the lords of cinder are like late on their rent uh <laughs> some some force will collect this worthless pile of shredded newspaper uh and then send them out to break some thumbs basically okay so the purpose of the kindled one is to or the unkindled one excuse me is to kindle is to to do we get do we cover that what are they doing uh, what am i trying to do we didn't cover it in the last episode uh the unkindled one seems to be summoned by the first flame itself because the first flame wants to keep burning. Okay. Um, and unkindled ones appear uh, when the lords of cinder, for whatever reason, have not or cannot rekindle or relink the fire. Okay. That makes sense. I should clarify uh, that I have beaten every boss, every non-DLC boss in this game. Like, I've played through it a couple times, and, like, I have no idea what I did. 
I've, I've, I punched fire at the end. I know that. At the end of the game, I punch fire. But I don't yeah, know. Good fire? Bad fire? I, just, I don't know. Uh, what is good? Is prolonging the age of the gods just so they can drink one more glass of wine off, like, out of the hands of a poor person that they use as a goblet? Uh, or yes. is it, uh, or is it good to like, you know, blot out the sun? Now I watch and... a lot of mainstream news, and I'm inclined yeah. to say that the gods drinking uh, out of the corpses of poor people is good. Me too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the yeah. unkindled one is doing the is doing the right thing yeah. by going out and and busting all these knees from these lazy lords of cinder who don't want to burn themselves alive a second time. I mean, they're creating jobs for you know poor people as you know lifeless cups basically so it's like it's a a matter of time before joe biden accidentally calls someone like a pile of failed ashes and then and then the new york times is just like don't worry about it yeah don't worry about it he's still the best we got i don't know (laughs) he's not actually good for us right yeah exactly that's actually what cuphead's about actually it's the the lower class kind of moving up against oh right 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 yeah The uh, the unofficial souls game I thought it was a cartoon, yeah. a, a cartoon cup addicted to gambling, making a deal with the devil. Yeah, well, to regain regain his life because he's been made into a cup for the gods to drink out of. Peter, are you not paying attention no. at all? Right, 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 yeah. right. Because right. uh, yeah, he's... Cuphead is the Dark Souls of gambling. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. Something, something, something. <laughs> um, it's not like words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after your uh, after you're reassembled, after somebody uh, stuffs stuffs all those ashes into the uh into 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 the character you've chosen they're just like well off you get uh generally speaking the first lord of cinder players will encounter uh would be the undead legion of farron or the abyss watchers okay they're they're lords of cinder uh correct um they consume the blood of an ancient wolf and are sworn enemies of the abyss uh this being the place of pure darkness uh it shares much with humanity itself uh, and humanity is like a physical thing in the Soul series that is represented by a jet black sprite. And the pygmy retreated to the abyss. Am I am I remembering that right? The pygmy kind of created it, from what I understand. Okay. Like the pygmy became, or at least one of the pygmies became Manus, father of the abyss. Yeah. And like he created it, I guess, or at least is believed to have created it. Again, the history of Dark Souls is really up to interpretation. Like I I took things here that I've read myself or seen in game and then pieced them together again with the help of Vadi Vidya and wikis and shit just to like, okay, like here's my understanding of all this vague nonsense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um it's all very confusing. Uh so the the Abyss Watchers Yes. Are, were a Lord of Cinder who went down to chill in the abyss? No. Uh, they stayed up in whatever their world was called at the time, because they're from an age long past. Okay. They're from an area called Farron. That makes sense. And they, and they stayed in Farron Keep. That's their, that's their that base of operations. Sense. But they would roam around the land looking for signs of the abyss and then just purging it outright without... Oh, without so they're mercy. watching for the abyss. They're not watching for the abyss if you get what i mean yeah exactly yeah, yeah. they're um they're, they're watching like out for they're the... like they're commie hunters basically yeah that's it they're, yeah. they're very mccarthyans yeah exactly so like somebody somebody calls the undead legion to tell them that their neighbor is like i don't know like weeping black goo and they're like oh shit like we gotta get in there and kill him <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still confused so they're serving the abyss or they're watching to see if the abyss is coming the well, second one the, the second one Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're wa- they're watching out for the abyss, which is manifesting as communism in their neighbors, turning yes. into black goo. The beautiful nuclear yeah. family is ruined when the father turns into a black goo. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. When bugs All rise right. out of the bathtub and peel away people's skin, yeah. that's bad. That's bad. Typic- typically bad for the American dream. So yes. Exactly. The abyss yeah. washers are the CIA going into people's homes and uh, making them disappear because they suspect. Yeah. That they may be turning into bugs in the bathtub. Yeah. So you've got father, Perfect. son. Yeah. Uh, you got father, mother, son, daughter, cloud of flesh-eating insects, and they're like, "Wait a, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> That's um, commie talk." Yeah. So the abyss watchers are hunting down all traces of the abyss because they seem to serve the gods, uh, and as detailed in our last episodes, uh, uh, episode, the gods fear the dark because no fire, no light, no gods. Um, so the 
Abyss has kind of a bad image, uh, if you could even photograph pure darkness. Um, <laughs> because the gods are very much represented by sunlight and lightning and fire. So, darkness, no, no bueno. Yeah. How are we going to expose these photos? We need a darker room. room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dark room's just not enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I had a theory here that I kind of wanted to b- bounce around here. Since the Abyss Watchers are multiple people um they're not really a lord of cinder but they follow the legend of the ancient knight artorius and his wolf companion sif who also swore to who also swore to defeat the abyss uh artorius was wounded uh and consumed so he went crazy uh but sif actually got away because he was protected by artorius's shield uh and then also had a (laughs) and also had a ring called the covenant of artorius which allowed Sif and also the player character to pass into the abyss safely. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a key item in the first game. It is. Yeah. Um, so sure, the abyss watchers are the Lord of Cinder, but they all share in the wolf's blood. So maybe the blood itself and the power of Sif is the Lord as well. Who knows? That's Lord Boy's canon. I'm just saying, maybe yeah, Sif is it. the Lord of Cinder this whole time. Okay, not like you know the hundreds of hundreds of people. <laughs> and they're they're drawing from Sif's power. Um, they drink the old wolf blood, so it could be a reincarnation of Sif, because Sif is canonically really? killed in the first game. Yeah, That's and, the, and the games are chronological in order one, two, three, right? Like, did you progress? Yeah. Yeah, except for, like, the weird time jump in two, where you go back in time and fight giants or something? I don't know. Yeah, well, you go back in time in the first one as well. Okay. That's when you kill Artoriuses in the past. Oh, Okay. Yeah, Um, they are they are in that order. The time between is not known, but like in the second game, you can get like for example, the old Pale Drake soul. Yeah, is Seath's soul, which you get in the second game because he's already been dead for millennia, but you get it from somebody else because they've he's been reincarnated as a spider, whatever. (laughs) That's that's that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So the items all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, This all makes this all makes good sense. This is all. Uh, the item description on the Abyss Watcher helmet uh, in part states uh, this pointed steel helm was a distinct symbol of the Legion, shirked as a sinister omen by the masses so mm. if you if you saw some watchers show up with their pointy pointy middle hats uh, you knew that uh, one of your neighbors was a communist okay so guys in pointy uh, shining hats show up and get rid of some people of darkness and the townspeople are happy because they were scared of the people of darkness? Uh, no, it was uh, shirked as a sinister omen. People were I, not in support of the... Uh, of, I just feel the like there's forces. another parallel to American history besides McCarthyism that they're really leaning into here. Is all, okay? It's a Japanese game. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about the Boston Tea Party, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, the the yeah. curly white robes are, are uh, a yeah. metaphor for... Or the, the curly white wigs, sorry. Up. Dump everybody's tea into the ocean. They're just like, no more yeah. caffeine. Not my Earl Grey. <laughs> not my, my Manus Grey. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway. It, it, <laughs> uh, if you saw the Legion show up in town, there was likely some abominations afoot. Um, however, the undead Legion of Farron would generally just slaughter everybody around to make sure there was no possible abyss vessel uh, left. So. so they went full uh, Arthas, Lich King. By any I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah Jamie's got exactly. World, Jamie's got World of Warcraft on the brain because uh, for anybody listening in the future, WoW Classic launched yesterday, and Jamie is currently waiting in queue while we record. The episode basically <laughs> yeah. ends when he gets into the into yeah. the server. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've been getting up every once in a while. I'm just checking to make sure I'm still in queue still because in I'm queue. nervous okay. that I'll somehow got kicked out. A watch and, pot uh, never logs in, Jamie, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. My I roommate can't stop. My roommate, uh it was like eleven o'clock. He works like during the day. It was like eleven o'clock last night and he was playing, he was in, and he got kicked out for some reason and he had to like Oof. rewait in queue. So he was like laying down in his bed, watching his computer while I was in queue with like an alarm set to go off like every so often, just like waking <laughs> up so he could check on the queue again. <laughs> Cause he's just like going in Dude. and out with like work today. It was like, yeah. Y'all are fiending I'm, for it. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on vacation soon, and I've already planned that if this queue problem is still happening, I'm gonna set an alarm at three a at three a.m. and then like every hour since, 
So then I'll just start my day whenever I'm in. <laughs> well, I mean, vacation's vacation. Like, if I've learned anything from my recent vacation is you got to spend that doing shit you like or else it's it does you no good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know what else does you no good? Um, Seeing them pointed uh, hats crest to hill because you know that there's abominations <laughs> afoot. That means you're probably going to die because you're probably going to be accused of being potentially a uh, an abomination. You know what? This does sound a lot like McCarthyism. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are probably like susceptible to the abyss. It does seep into things. Even Artorius, Knight of the Gods, was corrupted by the abyss. So maybe okay. the paranoia is a little bit more justified. <laughs> uh, what with the existence of magic and communism not being some sort of dark spell. <laughs> yeah. Well. There's yeah. no way to be sure well, about that. Uh, actually, that de- depends. Depends on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> Ber- Bernie Sanders could just be a sorcerer. Yeah. I mean, Trotsky probably was. He looked mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. Um, now, if you recall... Just so you, guys, just so you guys know, I'm only 4,000 people behind now. We oh, started okay. at 8,000, so this could end at any moment. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now, if you, if you just hear, like, a mic dropping and, like, scrambling sounds in the background, it means Jamie's gotten into the into the world of the, Warcraft. Or a raccoon The worrying... <laughs> Yeah, the worrying of a of a microwave as the pizza pockets go that's right yeah, next yeah. to my battle station. <laughs> yeah, yeah. let show up. Yeah, the <laughs> of a fresh Mountain Dew. <laughs> so oh, now, if, if you guys recall, when I introduced the Abyss Watchers, uh, they were also known as the Undead Legion of Farron, mm-hmm. uh, and then Farron's a place. Uh, however, they all suffered from the Curse of the Undead, which we did talk about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one in the Legion could actually die permanently. However, repeated deaths can lead to hollowing and madness. Yeah. Um, now, the Abyss Watchers may have all gone mad before they, as like an entire unit, excuse me, linked to the fire, or perhaps they went mad when they were most recently raised from the dead. It could have been like the undead straw that finally made the camel go crazy. Was, was you resurrecting them when you fight them in Dark Souls 3? You don't resurrect them in Dark Souls 3. They've already been resurrected. Oh, okay. They've been called to, like, recalled to link the fire, but they died the original time they had done it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this does everybody. If you link the fire, you die. Imagine the, like, incredible pain of dying and then, like, waking up and seeing you're still alive again and then having to go through this over and over and over again to the point where your injuries are probably not lasting but the memory of them is there like if your head is cut off you're kind of just like loosely on there or something you ah. seem to you seem to come back fine like you always respawn with full health so i yeah. think any any injuries that happened prior to your dying uh does come back and like that is the canon mechanic every death is canon so the undead thing and the health bar thing kind of are the same except in dark souls 2 where you don't always come back with full health uh, your health is reduced yeah. the hollower the hollower you get but and then you also kind of rot away but that's the only game where that was relevant so maybe the curse you know yeah but you <laughs> it just gave, gotta blaze it gave up one. after two yeah exactly yeah, you just yeah, gotta yeah, you just gotta blaze one and two and then you go back to full right yeah uh you have to consume a human effigy which is like a little oh. wicker sculpture that looks like a humanity yeah um okay. now lore boys canon I'm saying the final resurrection, the most recent one, did it. Because uh, this would explain why they didn't head off to Link the Fire. Uh, they were committed to fighting the Abyss. Uh, abyss, abyss. Abyss. Abyss and staving off darkness. So this time, the fact that they didn't, they possibly just went crazy. And also, when you first fight the boss, the first stage of the boss fight, they are busy fighting each other also while fighting you. Uh, okay. In the intro cutscene, uh, it shows just Watcher corpses everywhere with two of them fighting and then one guts the other one before fighting uh, before attacking you however throughout that fight every 20 seconds another one resurrects and they start fighting each other as well yeah you have like an uh an ally in this fight kind of Uh, like don't hit him because then he'll start hitting you uh he prioritizes the other watchers but they are all hostile to you yeah until you get to phase two and then you're just fighting the one guy right Exactly. So after depleting the first health bar, uh, the wolf's blood itself, this plays into my theory, and I came up with this earlier, um, the wolf's blood itself will rise out of all of the Watcher corpses around the room and channel just into one body. And along with this comes the power of Cinder, which ignites the Watcher's sword. Okay. So I kind of yeah. like how that ties to, like, Sif being the, um, or like... The blood is the lord. Yeah. yeah, like, Sif was the one to link them. So, um, like, Sif linked them. Sif's blood lives on in, like, his progeny, the wolves, the blood that they drink, uh, yeah. and then it all manages to like leave them and, and reunite into one single. So it's like you're fighting Sif again, really. 
Yeah, because in the second stage of the fight, you only fight the one, uh, the one Abyss Watcher, who's now imbued with all of the blood in the room, as well as the the power of fire. And honestly, like Sif has like a giant sword in Dark Souls One, and the the Watcher that you fight has a giant sword that he swings in like pretty. I mean, you could argue some similar patterns. There's only so many ways to swing a sword. I guess Sif doesn't but... have hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, um, he swings it with his mouth. Is Sif a boy, or a boy or girl? Sif's a boy. Boy? Okay. Good boy. Um, What is it? Uh, The sword itself, the Abyss Watcher sword, is a replica of the exact same sword because it is a replica of Artorias' sword. So it's... It's this, it's just it's just a mass-produced Artoria sword. They also have an offhand dagger. Gotta say, Pete, I'm liking your theories here. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought of that yesterday. I was very proud of my fan fiction, <laughs> yeah. my fan fiction paragraph. Okay. Um, upon defeat, uh, you collect the shared souls of the uh, the shared soul and the ashes of a lord. Uh, the ashes of a lord are the rent payments essentially that you've been sent out to collect as okay. unkindled ash um because the, the 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 first flame is getting that fucking cinder boy pussy i don't care yeah. how he gets it. he's just like oh, i'm fucking getting it yeah. um now following this fight uh, most people will come upon aldrich saint of the deep as the next lord of cinder uh though you can fight yorm the giant first if you want however we're going to talk about aldrich first because there is another very relevant boss that we're going to cover um these they both share a connection with uh, the high priest Pontiff Sullivan, um, so I'm gonna move him in here as he becomes relevant. Yeah, I um, hated that guy so fucking much, dude. He has two different colored swords. You're trying to fight him, and he just goes from not moving that fast to so fucking fast. It was the my first huge roadblock in DS3. Me too. He's like i've i've finished the game now including like my my most recent like beatings uh this past week i've finished the game probably seven or eight times and i'm still not good at fighting pontiff sullivan i I still take a summon with me i really like sullivan and i find him to be one of the easier bosses which i just i think says a lot about dark souls that it's just like depends on your play style i guess yeah exactly like i i I main a sorcerer so it's it's a little bit difficult to keep distance and or get in close with the little sword spell uh, the, um, the nameless king for me. If we're just throwing our hardest bosses, the nameless king for me was by far the hardest boss for me. See, I, I have no trouble took, with the nameless king. <laughs> took me weeks. Took me weeks to beat this, like the last boss in the game. Oh, it's the last boss. Okay, I'd never actually finished DS3. I, the two brothers near the end, I got stuck on those guys. He's right we'll after them. them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about them. Um, so we'll start with Aldrich. Um, he was, quote, once a right and proper cleric. Uh, he was a man of the gods. Uh, however, he eventually developed a bad habit, which I'll let you guys guess if you don't know. Uh, what was Aldrich's bad habit there, boys? Jamie? Chewing his toenails. No. Chewing the worlds. Close. Uh, it was cannibalism. Uh, okay. Oh, there was yeah. chewing. Well, chewing toenails. Yeah. He probably chewed some toenails. <laughs> I think you got to give that one to Jamie, honestly. <laughs> do you t- do you do you not take like a chicken drumstick doesn't come with a foot attached? Mm. Dude, you don't eat your chicken toenails. Yeah, you don't eat your chicken. The best feet? part. Come on. <laughs> I guess I'm the weird one here. You're right, guys. <laughs> um, he began to consume human flesh. Uh, no one stopped him. For He's a reason. well-respected cleric. Well respected yeah, there's well respected clerics in real life that are monsters and no but and a lot of people do a lot to protect them. So yeah. I'm kind of inclined to buy this one. Yeah. Uh eventually, however, from con- consuming so many humans, uh he swelled up and then melted into a pile of black sludge. Um his lower half is like a sludgy snake when you, fi- yeah, when you find I- him in game. Uh, yes, I have a full description of him later because that's going to be important. Uh, okay. You guys actually unknowingly planted some seeds uh, for Aldrich uh, earlier on. Okay, I'm uh, very good at planting sludgy, seeds. Yeah, sludgy snakes de- from the bottom down planting seeds. Oh yeah, all good. Dude. I like where, I like where <laughs> this is going. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, his followers figured he'd still be able to lead, uh, so they loaded him into like a mostly watertight coffin in a place called the Cathedral of the Deep. Uh, despite the fact he was just slime at this point. <laughs> um, and then uh, the high-ranking priests who followed him were called archdeacons, and in some cases were also quite obese because eating is like I don't know, like part of the part of the thing, you know. I guess if you worship this cleric who, who's kind of, I guess you could say his thing was eating, eating a specific yeah. thing, but eating, I guess you would eat a lot too. Um, exactly. So this pres- this presumably is the deacons of the deep, boss. The Deacons of the Deep are followers of Aldrich, and that's why there's that giant coffin in the room, because that's the 
tub that they kept him in, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking of Adele every time you say Deacons of the Deep. <laughs> <laughs> Deacons of the Deep! <laughs> yeah, where Adele has consumed so many people that she's melted into sludge. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, re I remember that tour. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've just got, like, Taylor Swift hanging off the end of her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She only um, she only devours other pop singers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, what where was it? Right, uh, the the main deacon, like the pope that rises out of the ground in the Deacons of the Deep fight, I believe is Archdeacon Royce. Um, okay. However, you do also meet Archdeacon McDonnell, um, and he's hugely obese. Uh, he's below. He's where you can join one of the covenants. Uh, he also has vines growing out of his eye sockets. So, do cardio. I'm not sure I remember that covenant and that place. That might be something that I never found in Dark Souls when I beat it. Aldrich, the Aldrich Faithful. Mm. I don't yeah. remember that at all. Yeah, yeah it's, in a hidden, it's in a hidden area. Okay. Um, yeah. So, despite being what we can only politely call a pool, uh, Aldrich still had visions and hunger. Uh, he had visions of a world completely submerged underwater, uh, hence the Cathedral of the Deep and his title, The Saint of the Deep, because uh, he had visions of a place he just called the deep because he's mm -hmm. too busy eating to really come up with good names just like, yeah. <laughs> like what, what, what do you see right now oh, i'm underwater yeah it's deep <laughs> it's, it's deep down here oh. what are some foods what are some foods that people are too busy eating quickly to name properly uh, like pe maybe people cheese balls people, people? Yeah. well you people. don't name people well what are you eating <laughs> right you're right, Jamie. We never name people. Uh, yeah. well, I'm trying to think of a food with that has... Not by, not by... The people who eat them don't name them. You don't say, like, your name is Tartar and I'm going to eat you. But... Oh, if you're eating glue, your mouth sticks shut so you can't answer. Is that the answer mm. you're looking for? Yeah. Glue. Or is Aldrich, is, uh, Aldrich the devourer of peanut butter? And he's just like... Blub, blub. <laughs> oh, God. The oh, noises and smell. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that whole boss room, despite, despite the fact you're ankle-deep in sludge, actually just smells like peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Um, That's unsettling. His, so he used to be the saint of the deep. Uh, his hunger, however, would come to define him, because uh, when you fight him, he's called the devourer of the gods. Um, after becoming tired of the taste of men, he figured gods had the right combination of secret herbs and spices that he'd been craving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can't be wrong. Like, god, eating a god has to taste better than eating a person. Hundo P. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say like there's there's no universe where that's not true. You know what I mean? No. What's was Kentucky flayed chicken our Dark Souls? No, it wasn't our Dark no, Souls. It was, that was it a Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now we come back to old uh, to old Pontiff Sullivan. Uh, okay. So Pontiff Sullivan, Pontiff Sullivan figured he'd assist uh, since he's a huge bastard. Um, I think his mom is like a frozen tree in a painting or something. Uh, okay. That's not, not single parent household, man. It's just ruining America. <laughs> uh, that, that's, from, that's from the DLC, right? Yes. Ashes I, of Ari Undel. Uh, so I never played that DLC. That's where Sullivan. That's from. the most most random insult I've ever heard. Your mom's a frozen tree in a painting. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! I can't believe you would say that. Yeah. Um, though I'm pretty sure that's actually true. I think she is like a frozen tree in a painting. That would make sense because there's a oh, lot of frozen turned, trees in that painting. Who has turned into one or something? Whatever. Okay. Uh, how fucking lifeless? Yeah. How fucking lifeless and unmoving can you be that a frozen tree in a painting? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, the painting yeah. is like an alternate dimension. Like you, you go to it. Uh, it's Mario sixty four rules. There's and, yeah. There's multiple yeah. paintings you can go into throughout the series. <laughs> and she still okay. found time to read to Pontiff Sullivan every night. Yeah. So. You know. And she raised herself a good boy who in yeah. no way got in with the royal family and managed to capture an old god so he could feed it to a new god. Wait, is that what Sullivan did? Yep. Son of a bitch. Oh. Yeah. Uh, His mother was so that, nice. The god that he got to eat. I mean, it's very successful, eat. really, honestly. God Depending on who you ask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the god that he managed to capture and imprison and feed to Aldrich, devourer of the gods, was the dark sun Gwendolyn. Uh, who was, like we said, one of the children of Gwyn, the OG Lord of Cinder. Um, and then, yes, as you guys had mentioned, he was moon-aspected instead of sun-aspected. Uh, Gwyn thought this was for pussies, so he raised him as a daughter. Yeah. Okay. And he's the one who was devoured by Aldrich. 
yes, one of, I have my own theories. Um, Gwendolyn was the last god living in the city of Anor Orlando back in Dark Souls 1, okay. and canonically may not have been killed since he's an optional, optional boss and a covenant leader. You can okay. do quests for him, basically. Okay. Uh, when we finally encounter Aldrich in Anor Orlando, uh, he is, like we said, just a lumpy tentacle of meat and bone rising out of a lake of muck. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, on the end of this, like, meat snake... Uh, is a partially digested Gwendolyn from the waist up. So you've got his oh. face, arms, and his bow and arrow, like his his moonlight great bow. But underneath the like white woman's dress he was forced to wear, uh, it, it just kind of comes out, and it's all like fur and skulls, and then the and then the meat snake. Okay, that makes a lot of sense because you kept describing Aldrich as like a pile of goo, and I was like, well, he definitely has a body, but I guess it's not his body. <laughs> it's the it's body Gwind- of another it's, god. It's it's the Dark Sun Gwendolyn just kind of on the end there getting getting <laughs> digested. <laughs> it's fucked up, eh? That is so god cool. Damn. Yeah. God damn. God poop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aldrich yeah. may have eaten other powerful beings and gods uh, because he uses miracles from both Priscilla and Nito from Dark Souls 1, although that's okay. unconfirmed. I 100, 100% believe that he did eat them. Some people would say, oh, maybe he just dreamt about it and learned the miracles that way, because miracles in Dark Souls are stories that you remember, and then with enough faith, they manifest as a spell. But Okay. Uh, like, one god, I don't think. It's just, like, his first and only, and he's still chewing on him? I don't... Yeah, that's it. No, I don't think I so. I eat Come one on, god, that's... one and done. One god, and yeah, you're I, done with it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. No way. That is some remarkable uh, will. control Yeah. <laughs> For, for a horrid cannibal who uh, eats people and gods, that's a lot of self-control. I think we lost Ethan. Uh, I, I actually lost you guys for a second, but I vamped. Don't worry about it. The listeners will never, will never know. Oh, okay, good. Well, this is the last conference call we have to do for a little while, so yeah. <laughs> deal with it. Um, and then, anyway, good timing because we're moving on. Uh, below Aldrich is the city of Irithil, where Pontiff Sullivan actually is. That's where you fight him. And further below below that is the dungeon, and then an old ruined city that is now known as the Profaned Capital. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, um, the reason Aldrich has absconded his duty uh, is unknown, but it's likely that he just either wanted to keep eating or await the end of the world for the deep to take him and that's why he's not linking the fire okay yeah yeah he's like i'm i'm good i'm 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 done yeah i'm eating gods down here like whatever end it yeah fuck it (laughs) come for me apocalypse i can probably breathe underwater because i'm goo. (laughs) it just like washes him away he's like oh it's wrong no (laughs) don't be water how could i have known yeah i was water soluble this whole time Um, right, so that that was my that thing. Might be a good thing. Then he could just become the sea. He would be so spread out across all the water, and he would devour so many things that uh-huh. way. But it just eat all. Oh, that would be all. That that would just be like instant apocalypse if he just d- digested the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I got that out of order there. I got screwed up. But now we're moving on to the profaned capital. Um, the profane capital was ruled by a giant named Yorm. Uh, he okay. was a descendant of an ancient conqueror, which is possibly the giant lord from Dark Souls 2, or even the last giant from the same game, uh, because there was a war with the giants who invaded in Dark Souls 2 that happens between 1 and 2, So, and he's descended from an ancient giant conqueror. Okay. Yeah, I have to say, Yorm was one of those bosses that I saw from Dark Souls 3. This was before I had really dove headfirst into a lot of uh, the Dark Souls games. Got me so excited, man. He's like just so huge, that flaming ass sword, dude. It looks so fucking cool. Yeah, he is. So yeah, he, yeah, he's he, he's absolutely fantastic. However, he's a gimmick boss, uh, so you don't actually really f- fight him. Right. I mean, you yeah, know, I beat him with that thing. Do but yeah, you have like you have the storm ruler like Peter mentioned earlier, which is like a special sword that you charge up and you just have to like get one shot off and then it like stuns him and you can run up and do like a bunch of damage. Yeah, you um, kill him like four hits. Yeah, his his weapon was actually what I used to beat the end of the game. Oh, the the his Yorm's machete. Yeah, his machete. Yeah. yeah. Um. Nice. So he ruled the he ruled this realm. Uh, what it was known before the profane capital is unknown. Uh, he ruled the realm and was loved by his people who were humans. Uh, he protected them with his massive sword and shield. However, um, they ended up discovering something called the Profaned Flame, um, and then things began to change. Uh, this flame was thought to be inextinguishable, which obviously is 
not good because like even the first flame is fading yeah um, and it it harbored some kind of darkness or cruelty uh, you can get the profaned coal and bring it to the blacksmith um, and then he is is very hesitant to take it and he even states that he can see the abyss while looking into this profaned coal Damn. Um, and then it oh. allows you allows you to imbue your weapons with dark magic blood or hollowing effects uh, okay. which are the spooky augments okay cool yeah so this thing's just like from whose perspective is it evil as fuck? Who knows? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Do we believe the gods or do we is the age of man, the dark age, is that actually the bad thing? Um Ya boy, ya boy Sullivan discovered Pontiff. Pontiff Sullivan at some point. He discovered uh this this profane flame and then the description of his profane greatsword is uh, a burning ambition took root in him. Uh, which likely led to his imprisonment and sacrifice of Gwendolyn to Aldrich, as well as the corruption of everything else around that he's done. Because uh, Pontiff Sullivan is, like, despite the fact he's halfway through the game, easily one of the most uh, important characters in the entire uh, entirety of Dark Souls 3. Okay, cool. Oh, wow. Um, Yorm knew there was evil in the profane flame, and then at some point he lost someone he cared about, uh, and then he abandoned his shield and cut a second handhold into his machete so he could fight more recklessly. Um, he became a Lord of Cinder to protect people from the flame and entrusted his friend Sigurd uh, with one of two Storm Ruler swords, which we talked about. Uh, the power of the storm can kill giants, and he asked Sigurd to kill him if he ever abandoned his post. Okay, cool. Yeah. Which is why, if you follow Sigurd's questline, during the Yorm boss fight, Sigurd will show up with a uh, second Storm Ruler and it basically he basically will just beat the fight for you because it only takes five hits to kill it, it only takes five hits to kill Yorm anyway. Okay. Wow. That's, and I'm fairly cool. certain Sigurd has like a million and a half health in that fight because I don't think <laughs> he's supposed to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when Yorm went to link the fire however, uh, profaned flame uh, rained from the sky in his city uh, however, it only burned human flesh, and it incinerated every single one of his people and left everything else behind. Yeah. that's uh, not good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now that he's returned that and has less than nothing left to fight for, he just simply sits in his big throne, uh, which, if you notice, is completely encased in burnt corpses. Yeah, now that you mention it, I think it is. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. That's not good. That Aldrich good. guy, he, he could have quite the snack, though, with all those Toadsy boys. <laughs> right. Hell yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah, well, that's why they refuse to work together. That's, why, like, they, that's why they won't go to their thrones. They just... Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Yorm, buddy, you uh, you having a barbecue? You grilling, grilling something up over there, man? It smells He's delicious. Just, like, <laughs> burning to death while linking the fire, just yeah. weeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, I'll... Uh, I'll, I'll come back later, buddy. <laughs> he, like, opens his door, just, like, crying, burning to death in his bedroom. He's just like, hmm. Mm, maybe not. Pushes <laughs> away back to his yeah. coffin. <laughs> Yorm's own tears, like, just, like, so away on his yeah, sword, yeah, yeah. too. Like, holy fuck. Aldrich, I asked you to clean out the drain if you shower. I just pulled out this mass of hair. Yeah. <laughs> Undigested like, hair. It's- a whole human though just like yeah. attached to it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so despite the fact that Yorm is too depressed to move uh, Sigurd remembers his promise to his old friend and he has set off to kill Yorm for abandoning his duties uh, as a lord of cinder hell yeah Sigurd pretty metal mm-hmm. um, after the first three lords are killed and collected uh, we can finally set off to kill the final deadbeat lord of cinder uh, Prince Lothric uh, he was sickly and weak from birth. Uh, however, the royal family was determined to raise themselves a Lord of Cinder, even if it killed him and everyone around him. Okay, and I'm guessing that it didn't kill him or anyone around him. Uh, it had some other unfortunate effects. Uh, the queen is nowhere to be found and okay. is just completely disappeared. <laughs> presumed um, dead. Yeah, presumed dead or yeah. possibly ascended to heaven. She may have been an angel. We don't know. She went to Aldrich's um, pool party and never came back. It was, uh, it was yeah, weird. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Come in, I'm great. And she's like, okay. And it's just like, oh, oh, all right, Aldrich. <laughs> Come like, in, I'm great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. in the pool. Yeah, Yorm yeah. showed up early and he's a hot tub now, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, I, that might be our art is the uh, Lord of Cinder pool party of people yeah. being digested in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The father of Prince Lothric, Osiris, uh, seemed pretty obsessed with experimenting on his children because uh, you uh, he's an optional boss. Uh, when you fight uh, Osiris, he has turned into some sort of gooey, slimy dragon thing with no scales and is holding an invisible baby named Ocelot, um, okay. who, he claims, who he claims is the child of dragons. Okay. Um, so this guy's very hinged, right? Like oh, this yeah. guy's this guy's this guy's stable. This guy's solid. Just absolutely in in no way uh is he an ab- complete maniac. Okay, yeah. Um, we mentioned studying crystal uh earlier. Uh, yeah. crazy. uh there's some parallels here with the whole uh scaleless dragon thing and also the uh mentally unhinged unhinged crist- crystal addict. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um the, the scaleless baby- dragon is just like you can't put a banana next to him. Like to yeah, know how big yeah, he is exactly, or yeah. Oh, he's a different shape. Okay. He's a different yeah, size yeah. no matter what you exactly. yeah. That's a that's a bit of a pun there, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the baby him. in this fight cannot be seen, but can be heard crying throughout the fight before being consumed and destroyed when Osiris goes berserk. Okay, yeah, Osiris. Yeah. Osiris, daddy needs you now, like kind of thing. Yeah, he screams like ocelot and then slams his hand into the ground and then goes completely insane. So okay, uh, cool, who knows cool, if cool, there was cool. ever a baby there? Maybe we're just not crazy enough to see it. It's yeah, yeah. all very strange. <laughs> Um, Lothric was affected by some sort of curse, however, uh, possibly brought on by Sullivan, uh, who also, and this curse also ended up affecting his older brother, Lorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorian was once a great knight who even defeated a demon prince in the past, but now he's crippled. Yeah. Um, he drags his leg behind him. He can't speak. Uh, however, both he and his brother know how pointless becoming a lord of, Sing- uh, lord of Cinder is, and they refuse to link the fire. Oh, Okay. Yeah, because so they've seen like, what it's done to their dad. family and the yeah. other lords, and they're just like, "Dog, I'm not doing. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> look, look, my existence. Look at what it did to my brother. Yeah, a once great knight. He's just dragging his legs behind him. Um, miss, my dad just punched my baby brother out of existence. Can I be excused from linking the flames, please? If somehow they learned get out of work. Uh, somehow they learned how to teleport though, and all this other crazy shit. Uh-huh. Well, uh, they did study miracles, so. Uh, yeah, or uh, Lothric studied miracles. So yeah, of course he's he's got some magic it, powers. Yeah, so he turned a fish into wine. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he turned fish <laughs> into wine for the fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. For any, for anyone who doesn't know the fight, uh, it's Lorien uh, or Lothric riding on Lorien's shoulders. So Lothric is like all uh, sickly, and he's like a little weak, gangly boy, uh, and he's like piggybacking on his like big strong knight brother, but his big strong knight brother's legs don't work. So his brother's just, like, dragging himself around. They, like, drag themselves around with, like, the one on the back. And the one on the back casts spells. And the, the knight brother has a big, big spear that he, he swings at you. He's a, he's a sword. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun um, fight. I like that fight. It's, it's a great fight. That was a fight I was at when I started New Game Plus, And I was just like, I guess I'll just throw myself into the fucking deep end. <laughs> I, got, I got rocked yeah. a few times there yeah. recently. Um, so despite the fact he's crippled, he does still protect Lothric from anyone who would try and collect his hot and spicy cinders of a lord. Um, and then, as you were saying, after defeating Lorien, Lothric will crawl onto his back, raise him from the dead, and then and then ride on him, casting spells. Also, if you attack them from the front and are not doing damage to Lothric, uh, Lothric will ri- raise Lorien from the dead as many times as is necessary until you kill him. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta target the the weakly brother, the sickly brother on the back, in order to win yeah. the fight. That cripple's wearing another cripple as a backpack. Get him! <laughs> 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 I mean, you got a right. backpack full of miracles. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what he said. The cool, there's a cool line in the mid the mid cutscene when Lorian dies. Uh, Lothric teleports down, and he's just like, "Rise if you would, for that is our curse." Um, possibly stating that he's been afflicted by the undead curse or something to that effect. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, either way, uh, they're not too keen on being burned alive, but um, that's never stopped Unkindled Ash, has it? No, not this Unkindled Ash, <laughs> let me tell yeah. you. Dark Souls 3 is not a survey simulator. It's yeah. a very much a grab life by the horn simulator. <laughs> right. Um, where was I here? Right, uh, so once all the ashes have been collected from the Abyss Watchers, from Yorm, and from uh, Prince Lothric and Lorien, uh, you return to the Firelink Shrine, which is your base of operations. Um, 
Now, there is one more Lord of Cinder that's been sitting there the whole time. Uh, it's Ludlith of Corland. Uh, he is the small, weak man that's just sitting in a chair. Uh, and for some reason, he's pretty gung-ho about being burned to death. Yeah, he, uh, He's the guy who sells you boss weapons when you collect their souls. Correct. He uh, is from Corland, so he can use something called a transposing kiln that can draw out the power of the boss souls uh, to give you unique weapons. Also, uh, which I found out, uh, in New Game Plus, you only have to beat the game... Well, you only have to beat the Twin Princes twice. You can actually fuse their swords into one sword called the Twin Princes Greatsword, which has both a holy heavy attack and a fire heavy attack instead of one or the other. It's really fucking cool. cool. That's really cool. It scales off of all the offensive stats as well. So if you have like a really like broad build um, on your character sheet, uh, you can use that and get scaling on like all damage types. It's fucking wild. Damn, that's wild. Awesome. I do not have a character built like that, but I would love one because that sword's fucking awesome. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, right. So anyway, um, uh, it, it's unclear as to why uh, Ludlith is so like stoked on being burned alive to relink the fire. However like this is a, a part of his quote is he claims that he may be small now but will die a colossus so it's possibly he's been promised something by someone who probably never linked the fire yeah like, dog when you burn alive you come back you're so tall yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're not short anymore you saw everybody else is short motherfucker's huge yeah um you can find ludlith sometimes asleep on the throne yeah. and if you talk to him before he wakes up before you can make boss weapons out of him he's like kind of whimpering and having a nightmare about being burned and complaining about how much it hurts oh yeah <laughs> yeah complaining about how much yeah complaining sorry i guess that's yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it oh what a complainer jeez come yeah. on uh so yes uh he does burn away when you put all of the uh ashes on their thrones jamie okay sorry is someone tapping their foot or something i keep hearing like oh i might be sorry yeah, no worries. It's just been coming in the last minute or so. My bad. Whoops. No worries. Um, so once the ashes have been collected and put on their thrones, uh, Ludlith burns away, and the Firekeeper, who's the girl you level up at, um, imbues you with a little bit of extra power so that you can teleport yourself to the kiln of the first flame. Um, cool. It's It still exists. Who knows where it is, but it's surrounded by, like, hills of buildings all collapsing in on themselves. So it's kind of, like, at the center of this universe and is pulling in all these kingdoms and realms. Um, And this is where you fight uh, the final boss of the main game, known as the Soul of Cinder. Um, The Soul of Cinder is the complete opposite of the player character. Uh, As we've discussed, the Unkindled Ash is a collection of failures. Uh, The Soul of Cinder is the collection of successes. Oh, cool. So that's kind of why, like, it has, like, different phases where it's, like, it's a spellcaster now. It's, uh, it's like, a, a stealthy or, like, a dex, dexy boy, and then it's, like, a strength boy with a big sword. Exactly. It represents the fused power of everyone who has ever successfully linked the fire in ages past. And the builds that it cycles through in Dark Souls 3 represent some of the most popular builds from Dark Souls 1. Oh, yeah. So, like, uh, curved sword with pyromancy and doing backflips was, like, the meta dex build. Yeah, then yeah. there's the sorcerer build. Uh, it does spin to win with a halberd. Yeah, yeah. And then it's got, like, the basic straight sword. So, it technically, the soul of Cinder is us, but in 2011 when we first beat the game sort of thing. Oh, that's really that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I really like that. And that's his first That's his first stage. The second stage, when the music changes, the music is the same track as the, the music when you fight Gwyn, the OG Lord of Cinder, in the first game, and then his sword transforms into Gwyn's sword, and he starts using sunlight and lightning magic. So okay. he ends up going, you know, 100% plus ultra, and finally challenges the ori- channels the power of the original Lord of Cinder, the first person to link the fire, and turns into Gwyn. And then okay. you, then you defeat it, and then you have a choice of four endings depending on how you've played through the game, and then, uh, and that's it. That's the Lords of Cinder, boys. That is awesome. Yeah, I had, I had no idea that um, that bit about the original Dark Souls characters. That's really cool. Yeah, the the Soul of Cinder is uh, is representative of a lot of the is the builds from the first one, which is fucking neat. And it's the opposite to your to your character, which is something that really only struck me today as I was writing it. I was just like, wait a second. Oh yeah, that's. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because like in the original, you play like the the hollowed, and in this one, you played the unkindled. Um, Chosen undead. Yeah, the, an unkindled one is still technically undead, uh, but 
it's a, you're a different beast because when you defeat a boss, you absorb part of their ember and actually get thirty percent extra health. Yeah, when you're when you're embered. Yeah. When you're embered. Um, I gotta say though, uh, Soul of Cinder for me was a relatively easy boss. So uh, yeah, those Dark Souls ones player, and I do think that's kind of the consensus was that it was an easy boss. Uh, so I gotta say those Dark Souls one players kind of scrubs. They kind of yeah. suck. <laughs> I'm better than yeah. that. Even on New you Game Plus, you were one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, even on New Game Plus recently, uh, with my sorcerer build, um, I, I still do so much fucking damage that I got killed a couple times because again I was fucking the buttons up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, uh, what, what is it? Yeah, I still managed to kill him in like th- his first stage. I can take out in like four hits with, yeah, with yeah. the crystal with the crystal soul spear, and then Jesus. the second the, the second stage has such a long combo at one yeah. point that if you don't get hit, you can just like fire away, and it, <laughs> it, 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 t- it took me about forty five seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Without getting killed, finally. Uh- um uh, cool. guys i got into the queue while i was sitting down and then i got kicked for being afk and now i'm behind ten thousand people i was suspicious when oh. i did hear the mic drop in the scrabbling in the pizza pockets but hey you, hear oh, that, listener? No. you made jamie lose his spot in line you yeah, devil i, I it. hope it's worth it i hope this episode is worth it for everybody um i had a great time worth it for me i'm not playing well yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I've been Ethan Palmer. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, thanks so much for all the people who've been reaching out recently. Like, we've been getting a lot more engagement from you guys, and we really, really, really appreciate it. Um, so, like, keep doing that. If you want to talk to us, just reach out, and we do our best to answer. We don't always do it because we're three people all logged into the same social media account. So sometimes we'll see it, and we'll be like, oh, they'll answer that and then nobody yeah. ends up everybody <laughs> ends up just passing the buck because we're all lazy fucks but uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ethan the Dead Man if you tweet at me I will definitely respond because those guys don't have access to my Twitter Jamie might because he has my laptop right now so he might be able to get into my Twitter but uh, I'm trusting him to not uh, <laughs> uh, yeah James you can find me on uh, Classic WoW for the next little while so I'm on the server Incendius um, that's a boss from from Blackrock Depths. If you want to find, if you want to play with me, that's the best server to sign up for. It might be full now, but I hope you got in there. Um, and that's basically where I'll, where I'll be. And Peter, uh, you can find me at Pete O'Donohue on Twitter, um, at the Lore Boys on Twitter, and of course, Lore Boys Podcast on Instagram, uh, which I got very much back into uh, during my vacation, which is very nice. Uh, there's been a week of nothing because I had to go to a funeral, and that'll fuck you up for a little while. But um, I'm going to get back into it shortly or as quickly as I can. So definitely give us a follow and some comments. Um, and then, of course, you can email us at loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll read it on air. Uh, if you want us to use your full name or a nickname, please specify. Uh, otherwise, we'll dox you and uh, sleep in your bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and anybody who wants to support the show financially... Uh, the Patreon is up and there will be more, there will be multiple tiers set up by the time this episode comes out Uh, so take a a look, uh, let us know give us some feedback on the actual tiers let us know if there's anything else you'd like to see Uh, and just because we have the Patreon doesn't mean that we don't have Lore Boys Prime, uh, which is the old fashioned way to support the show so if you want to send in 52 cents every day uh, you guys can get subscribed to Lore Boys Prime, and this boys this month's Lore Boys Prime is very very special because uh, one of our one of our Lore Boys. I don't know if you guys knew this, but he's very into World of Warcraft Classic right now. And World of Warcraft Classic is kind of plagued by this. Uh, I see you call it like a queue, like a like wait times to get in. Uh, so everybody who's subscribed to Lore Boys Premium will have a one-time use to just kick Jamie out of the World of Warcraft, so he has to wait in the queue all over again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so everybody who gives us 52 cents, if you just, because like you can cancel it after a day, and it's 52 cents a day, so it's about 350 a week, it's not that much, but uh, if you want it for just the day, give us 52 cents, and uh, you can kick Jamie out, and then you can just cancel your subscription and go on with your life, uh, yeah. knowing that you caused him probably like a 40-minute wait. So, yeah. At least, dude. I'm <laughs> sure I've been set back like three hours tonight. Oh how, my god. How long? How long is this episode up until now on the recording? Uh, we're at uh, 103. 103. Yes, yeah, so you've been waiting over, over an hour and three minutes, only to be kicked back four thousand places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was in four thousand place the last time I checked, and yeah, now I'm at nine point three k. So. I was hoping awesome. our Lore Boys premium this uh, this week was going to be our uh, meaty pool party, but I guess we're saving that for the end of summer. 
Oh, yeah. Well, we, we had to push it till next summer because uh, the pool kept eating, like, the, the water in the pool kept eating the actual pool and then Weird. just uh, seeping into the ground, deep, deep, deep into the ground uh, and leaving just, like, these black patches. So we need to get a pool that can hold <laughs> this water. Uh, and then once we have that, we'll definitely set up the Lord Boys Prime so that everybody can get invited out. And come, I'm going to uh, leave it in a giant coffin. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. I hope it's, uh, I hope it's uh, protected against curses. That's all I can say. Yeah, mostly uh, waterproof. Put a tarp <laughs> on the inside. Yeah, and I guess that constitutes... <laughs> constitutes... A, a Lord Boy... Goodbye. It's out. It's out. Yeah, there for a second. Beep, 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 beep. They, Let's they, all they, of us. That's pretty good. Uh, cool. We're 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 on. It's on. We're on. You're on. So whenever you want to take us away, Peter. Okay. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.